Hi, I'm Kyle Quayle, and I'm a podcaster, a privileged white heterosexual male, a brother, a son, a friend, and a lover. And I'm Jamie Quayle, a therapist, sister to this privileged white heterosexual male, and I am also known as a loving friend, partner, daughter, and dog mom. And And this this is is Love Love on on the the Brain. Welcome back to episode two of Love on the Brain with the Quails. I guess if you're returning for episode two, you don't hate us, and that's what's up. We like that. I say we we get right into the heat. What do you say, Jane? All right, let's do it. My favorite uh, part of The Bachelor is, is usually the beginning episodes. I, I love the drama in it, and it's more contestants equals more drama, I think. And my, do we have a spicy episode this week, episode two. <laughs> I, I find myself normally like losing interest as it gets too real, but mm. this season, I think I'm all in. I think I'm all in after after this podcast. That's so interesting. I lose more interest. Like It's hard for me to get going. Yeah, in the beginning, I and I that. get more interest when it's like really intense. And it gets real, and the, the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the real stuff starts coming out. That makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. So speaking of spicy, this uh, episode two of season 25 opens up with the spicy Matt, because <laughs> why not? He's the bachelor. First, of course, ABC focuses in on the Peloton uh, product placement at its <laughs> finest, as if Peloton needed any more money. Part of me thinks the owner of either Zoom or Peloton ain't that bad, actually. Oh. Yeah, I know, I know. No, nobody had a bat. Shut up. So, so they go from the Peloton to general exercise, and of fucking course we get hit with the cliche machine again. And I'm gonna bring that up every episode, probably. Yes. Matt goes. I think today, right now, oh. is where the journey is officially beginning for me. I have to go back and watch some of the other Bachelors because even for the Bachelor, this seems like way too many cliches. But I might just be like dialed in on it. I think you are because I didn't even make note. It kind of seems on par. Yeah, I guess it's just every single season because that's just what what they do. But as he's getting done with this word vomit, I, I suddenly can't focus because they hit us with the shower scene. Oh, that, like, that's what I wrote. I my was first thinking note. that was uh, the, I was thinking God. that between the gym last week, this is like the, the sequel, and he's it's just like it's remember, literally a man in a shower. I remember specifically with Colton's season, it was like they're always doing the virgin thing for yes. him, but the showering, really and it's like they don't him. do that with women. Like they don't show women in the shower no, you know what i mean be, like yeah, they, they do a totally different view and so there is more like for the men i feel like this body focus yeah which i think i don't know i don't want to speak too soon but it does seem like his best quality that's not saying he doesn't have <laughs> it's not saying that he doesn't have other good qualities <gasps> he's just so nice it's just so, it's, it's a distracting so nice. quality that's yeah, for yeah, sure he it looks like a greek god i think uh, a bunch of america got pregnant just from watching that opening scene on monday i think <laughs> at this point i'm like just give me all the cliches who cares but yeah i didn't notice actually oh, last week are they in pennsylvania yeah yeah. I had no idea. I saw. I, I, I wrote. I forget what the name of the place is, but it's gorgeous. Yeah. Well, th- there's been a couple of different places that th- that they've been at. It's it was definitely filmed in fall, I assume, and the the trees oh, yeah. the trees were really beautiful. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of uh, growing up in Jersey. That was my favorite season in Jersey. Was fall oh, yeah. always. You can't beat East Coast. I don't falls. think so. New England fall. So, all right. So then we go to all the women are in the PA house, the beautiful one. They, I think one of them called it the Matteau. Oh, which is, <laughs> that's good. I'm, I'm, I didn't hear that. That was there's good. There's been some really good puns this season, uh, <laughs> but it's a beautiful place. Here's what I first want to get into. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of sorority talk 
And it definitely does seem like a sorority or a frat on The Bachelorette mm-hmm. in, in the beginning because there's like a bunch of these horny energy or something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. What what are you, What is your stance on sororities? Do you have any general thoughts? My note when they were all coming into the house and like yelling and blah, I was like literally all caps, no way would I do well in that environment. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't I, know. I thought I about- be myself. I thought about in college joining one just to have like set friends like a set community to make so I didn't have to make friends on my own. And really quickly I was like that I can't bow down to like rule the rules yeah. and like look a certain way. I'm too insecure for that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a frat guy. Obviously I think you would know that. But I did have a couple close high school friends join a frat freshman year and I was like, come on guys, seriously. But then I ended up meeting all the guys and there were a bunch of really awesome dudes that I ended up meeting and I they later all became friends for life. So I guess it's like with anything else, like a bunch of drunk dudes together is generally a bad idea. But but if it's the right group of guys it can be awesome. I would go to frat parties sometimes and there were some frats that were more like not nerdy, but not the like typical. You think frat right now, like you like think of, bro yeah, like kind the of, worst kind of. People. I have some awful stories from frats, like. And everyone who went to a frat, like or a few frats, probably has some bad stories. Like the getting why. in process to the frat parties. Oh yeah, was no, brutal. No, but then no, no. some were like, whatever, come in, let's party. That's so cool. That's what we. Yeah, did. so it's just like anything else, right? Yeah. I, I don't know, but I I do remember another story of a high school acquaintance who almost died from alcohol poisoning at Penn State. So. You know. Well, I went to Penn State, and <laughs> exactly. I can definitely attest that that's not I a rare occurrence. There's probably, a, there's probably other ways to figure out how to make friends, but hey, I'm you know, not going to ever fully judge. Anyway, I learned that this episode, <laughs> that Vibrator's girl name is Katie, Katie. which was uh, interesting. If you can't tell by now, I love pattern matching with famous people, and Katie looks like so many different ones. I, I know I said Anna Kendrick and Christina last, last week, but a little Linda Cardellini, little Velma from Scooby-Doo, and I don't know if you know who Vanessa Bayer is from SNL. No. You would know her if you saw her, but she's she's just got such a even such a on face. Becca Kufrin, who was the Bachelorette after oh, okay. Ari. Yeah, I didn't that's another one I didn't see. I remember her. Yeah, I can see a little similarity. All right, then we're told by Mr. Willy Wonka himself that there's going to be three dates on this episode. The group date that everyone hates and then the two one-on-ones, which are the money dates. And surprise, surprise, the first date goes to Brie. I have a stance on receiving the first one-on-one. Okay. If I were a contestant, I would not want the first one-on-one. Yeah. Because what I've noticed is as they get later in the season and things start like really getting, like you said, serious, like a little bit more real, they don't get another opportunity really to have more time in a one-on-one. And usually like it's a long time until they get to have that time again. I actually had that written down as well because if you, that connection will be really strong in the beginning when there's a lot, but then he has to go through a lot of different different relationships. with women so that might he might neglect that first connection you know what i mean but then it's also a risk will i stay around long enough and get enough time during the rose ceremony or group dates to even be noticed so so i do think though brie is so (laughs) not do good brie is so at the top right now that she's probably okay i i think she'll be fine because Um, last season tasha brendan was the first one-on-one and he made top three so okay you heard, her, you heard it, it here first, yeah. And uh, okay, so the date card said love is an adventure, which I'm not even going to make my <laughs> comment. Everybody knows it by now. And they, they cut right to the date, and it's a pretty cool one. It's a very Have cool Have you date. ever ridden an ATV? No, I've always wanted to. Me too. Yeah, we should maybe do that in uh, Colorado. But yeah, no, that date was really cool. But before they cut to the date, they went inside the house. And if there was any doubt last week who would be getting the evil edit, there's no longer I, any more doubt. Yeah. Queen Victoria, my goodness. Uh, sometimes <sighs> sometimes I think these people are like 
Oscar level actors because it's easier to believe that than a functioning adult is actually lacking this <laughs> much self-awareness. But I guess as we see what's going on in the country right now, I shouldn't be all that surprised that self-awareness is scarce. True. Uh, nevertheless, she says, I'm the only one who's being real. Uh, real, <laughs> real, real. I forget where she's from, but I recognize that accent. I don't know. Where is she real. from? I'm the real Del Peckoff. Shoot. But, <laughs> you know, no. Gosh, she's well, really, really insufferable. In I know. Episode. We're not the only ones that are thinking she might be a plant. Well, no, I think that's a common thought because it's it's, it's every so year, every year there's, there's something crazy. I would say, I would say if whoever, like if she's not a plant, whoever raised her was watching this, that they might feel like a failure and a shame. But psychology tells us that they're probably just as clueless as she is, right? The people who raised her. But uh, God, it's it's so, so, so bad this episode. And we'll get into it, uh, obviously, throughout throughout the entire thing. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if she was raised by a, by a movie theater. There's so much projection. <laughs> hey, oh! Therapist Jamie, this, this girl is a gold mine, though. No, it. I okay. Where to begin? For, I, sorry, I was distracted. I was looking up where she's from. Yeah. not like that where, matters. Where, where that? I didn't. I couldn't find it in time. But if you I, if you met like a client like that who wanted your services, would you like be like double your rates or something like that if someone comes in? My expertise cannot uh, ethically treat this person. I would send is her somewhere else. Yeah, I would refer her out because you don't have enough experience right now. No, I mean, no, I work with kids. That's my realm. Right. I don't work with what I see as hospital personnel disorder things mm -hmm. happening there and kids and families that's my forte okay, i would so yeah, i have friends want, refer any, any part of this yeah no and that's just what i like there's there is so much psychologically i could say yeah, about her but i mean i do I will, have empathy we have to say this i do understand oh, well, the importance of being non-judgmental in today's society but yes. gosh like you're a full-grown woman you sign yourself away to this show i i don't have the full sympathy i I do wish her the best in the long run, and maybe she'll watch this back and change, no. but I doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, here's where I come from in terms of my empathy. When I see people act out like this, I'm not as much appalled as curious. And because I work with kids and families, I'm like thinking, ooh, what kind of mom, what kind of dad, what kind of early childhood experiences have created of course. this type of reaction for her because it's very childish. Yeah, it's extremely, you know? yeah, it's childish. It's, very it's The problem with these kinds of people is that you can't reason with them. Right. One of my favorite quotes is, uh, you can't reason someone out of an opinion that they didn't reason themselves into. <laughs> I've always loved that. I don't know who said that, but it's genius. And uh, another one I like is, if you argue with a fool, you lose yeah. every time. And we're seeing that. She can't, there's no, no winning with her. No. I mean, her argument towards Marilyn, which I don't know if we'll get there, is you wanted to get to know me more, and that really rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was really no... no... We'll, we'll get to that okay. for okay. a showdown, for, for sure. But I feel, like, I feel like the women are doing, and, and we'll get to this too, like, an incredible... Really, really good. And this is why I like these women. They're doing a really great job of handling what could be even more dramatic and, like, more of a blowout. They're not even fighting her. They're just kind of handling it. Yeah. No, I think, again, I'll say one more time, uh, Vicky, she kind of represents half of the country right now. But maybe yeah. that's okay, we'll get back we'll to, get to that, Icky yeah. Vicky in a, in a little bit. But we're sent back to the date. And yeah, it looks real fun in the mud on those ATVs. And then Brie gets on Matt's ATV and then they fucking eat it. 
that's actually <laughs> that le- scary. That's actually legitimately dangerous. Yeah. I know it looked like a pretty easy fall and it probably wasn't that bad, but there could have been some real that's damage. A big People die on ATVs all the time. It would have been a crazy Bachelor uh, a move with all that's going on in the world right now. But luckily, by the grace of the Bachelor gods, they're just <laughs> fine and laughing. And this might be a little trauma bonding alert. What do you think, Doctor? Trauma bonding. <laughs> uh, another thing I wanted to bring up one more time is that how, how goofy Matt's laugh is. Like it's, it's probably going to so come up every episode, but it's funny. So they're all good. And the second part of the date is even hotter than the first, literally. A uh, wood-fired hot tub. That thing was cool. There's like a champagne and char- charcuterie board. Big and fan of these that. dates are just awesome. I think I brought that up Amazing last episode. Aesthetic. But the worst date on The Bachelor is a cooler scenario than the best date I've ever been on, probably. Right. There's all, <laughs> all these cool things that they That's do. True. It's so awesome. All right. I want to ask you something. I would wonder, briefly touched on what I would look like as The Bachelor last week. What if you were The Bachelorette? Mm-hmm. What would that look like? <laughs> Like, how would I show up? What or would be you? Me? Yeah, I would. I'm, I can't picture. I guess you. With all, with all the difference, like, I guess I'm just trying to think like Claire made it so it was like so deep and sharing. you. I right. can't see you being like that, especially off the bat, maybe as it got, as time got, I don't know. Would you like that? Would you like to be the bachelorette? Um, well, obviously, you're in a very awesome I like to be in charge. <laughs> so I think that aspect of it, I think I would do better as the lead than the contestant. Yeah, that, I have always felt that. Although I think maybe even last week I said I'd rather be a contestant or I, th- I always think about myself as a contestant yes. rather than the lead. Well, that's how you got to start unless if I were a lead, I feel like something I noticed in this episode that we'll get to later is I would not deal with the bullshit in the house. Yeah. Like I would say, I hear that that's hard for you and that's not my responsibility. <laughs> totally. Have You can work it out yourself. I don't care about what's going on Which in the house. Which production like, wouldn't like probably. I know. I just can't that's me and take you, on that. Me and you would both fight with production too much probably. I know. Well, and I, yeah, I would, authenticity would be my biggest yeah. desire and Which value. Is, and if I, I feel like I might be a hard ass with a lot of the men. Yeah. All right. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> back to the date. Of course, uh, production starts to add the little sexy music as Matt just It dis- sounded like a porn again. scene. Oh, like absolutely. it was legitimate porn music. That's what's going on here. But Bree, Bree looked flustered. God. Can't blame her. Yeah. It was a great scene. He, so he, what happened? He pulled out the hatchet. And I'm, tell- yeah. I'm telling you, Jamie, when he chops that wood in one slice, it nearly chopped mine hey, in two. I bought Max, my partner, a hatchet, and it's one of the best gifts for both him and me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's such a manly thing. But it's, it's also really funny. Bree's like, yeah, I almost just died, but now it brought us closer it's together. Closer. So we're good. Like, it's better. I, so I feel like both of them, like, I actually, this is my first sense of being worried about Matt's, like, authenticity. Because really? it felt like to me... Like, I mean, there was, you know, it was flirty banter. It just didn't feel real. It felt like he was spitting game, which I can't, I guess I can't fault because so I enjoy early that. In the process. It's early in the process. I enjoy that. And you, you don't really know much about each other. Right. Yet. And, and flirting's important to me. So yeah. I don't know. But for some reason, that, like, I don't know. That was my first view of him acting that way or putting on, like, the flirt. Yeah. I can see that. In this whole season. And, like, the night portion is usually where they get deeper so. yes that's the part i usually zone out but anyway so they had the little hot tub kiss and started off the stop of the kiss can be, g- generally be awkward too but matt goes with the funny line which of course a man after my own heart he goes i got some mud in my mouth oh. and then they both laugh but that that means something different to me in my sexual life <laughs> all right then we move back to the house and queen v's bitching to anyone who will listen at this point and it's again i want to point out it's still the first day it's literally the first day <laughs> my gosh 
But thank God a commercial saves us at that point. It goes to the dinner date, which I said before, I usually just zone out, but I'm trying to trying to stay in it. It's like just a lot of like that romantic music and slow, a lot of heavy talk sometimes. So it's probably good to listen to. Just a little boring for me. I guess it's important to the show. Good way to get to know someone, but I should have known sound the alarm the first time for real. Trauma bonding, trauma bonding, trauma bonding. So Brie, <laughs> Brie reveals that she was raised by a single mom. Which... I will say, she said in the first episode yes, during the rose ceremony, correct. but we learn more. Yeah, she sounds like uh, an amazing mom, to be honest, from I'm, Bree's account. Hold on. Did you hear how old? She was like 13. 13. Yeah, it's really crazy. And imagine like at that point, I she just gives up her whole life and was shocked. To, to raise a kid. Because I see like 15 year old clients. I see like- Oh, I remember. I- Still, like in my body right now, I'm just like shocked. At no, it, it's 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 shocking, but I mean, look, you can look at like. the statistics online. It's you know, oh it's not gosh. that. It, I mean, it is rare, but you know, not not super rare. Um, Bree's so amazing. So yeah, kudos, she seems she know? seems really well adjusted. And yet, it looks like like Matt ha did have a similar situation, mm -hmm. kind of. And Brie, yeah, really Brie, similar. Bree mentions the parallels, and they both gravitate towards friends with big families, which I oh. found very interesting. Yeah. I'm sure you remember the Phillipses. Oh my God. <laughs> I loved yes. going over I was there. Obsessed but with I don't family. know if you remember, the first time I got drunk <laughs> in my life, I was like, whoa, it feels like we're at the Phillipses because it was so overstimulating yeah. for us. For me, growing up in really not a huge family, not a loud, super loud family. We had a, a ton of personality and character, but it was just, it was just a more structured. Probably structured yeah. is, there, is a good word for and it. Unless kids will I do, do that. love big family vibes. Me, oh, me I too. really like the that kind of. That's so funny. Like, they're family for me has been family goals since I was younger. Like that's yeah. why I always wanted four kids. Yeah, like, I get that. I don't know. Maybe it was because they all had a lot of personality, artistic, yeah. and like chill and creative. All different. Yeah, all different too. <laughs> Shout out Phillipses. Yeah, yeah. Hope well. Right. Anyway, so they they look really good together. They feel really good together. They have a lot in common. Then Matt hits to the toast to a continued adventure, cringetopia again. E. Either way, she looks smitten, and I gotta believe she's a front runner at this point. And uh, she gets that ever important date rose sometimes uh like you said before I, it's funny that you said it because i'm i, I threw it down here sometimes the only problem with the early strong connection is matt will know brie is gonna be around for a while but he'll neglect that connection yeah. while he's getting to know all the other interesting women then of course as this episode does it goes back to victoria and like from the beginning she's already like i'm so sick of all of you yeah it, like, was, they like, the just first got thing. it was unbelievable she feels she says i feel like i can't be my most authentic self and you can just tell the downward spiral is upon Oof. us it's it's occurring really quickly in this episode usually it takes a, in the season usually a couple takes a couple episodes but oh. it's pretty safe to say uh queen v is a production's dream yeah uh, i don't think i can't she would have to be such a good actress to pull off. To be a plant? Yeah, don't you think so? Cause she, it's, she, yeah, because she's crying. She seems authentic. It seems you, authentic. She she should be working in TV after right. this. If if she's, an, yeah. I, I just don't. I think the casting was like, oh, hey, we got a self unself-aware, I guess, moderately attractive. Not to me, but people might think she's okay. And she's got confidence in this. And she doesn't really know where she's at mentally in the world. And it's just like, oof. Um, I can't I can't see her lasting that long though unless production really just tells already her. the women are starting to say I think it was in the 
preview for even next episode. Like if Matt continues to keep somebody like this around, like that, you know, gonna, the age old where the women start to say, if you're interested in her, there's no way you're going to be interested yeah, in me. That makes sense. It's which, And it's just making for it's coming to a head. Yeah. It's making all Quick. the women so uncomfortable when they're not you know, around Matt. It's just them. And it's just weird. Next thing I want to talk about is a funny situation that happens on The Bachelor all the time where they all right. So, you, you know, this where they're reading the names of the girls who are going on the next group date. <laughs> yeah. And the reactions of the contestants are always hilarious because I think there's some sort of like biological reaction to getting your name called, but then realizing, oh, wait, like I don't want it to be called. So I always, mm -hmm. you always see their faces and it means like, uh, oh no, I'm not on the one-on-one. -on -one. So it's a it's a funny reaction that their face goes through. Like they'll read it and Jasenia in the face and, and she goes like, oh yay, oh, 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 oh wait, oh no, no. <laughs> and then, and then oh, I still got picked, but whatever. I, I always like those And things. the women in this one who didn't get picked were really scared, it seemed like, or they were nervous. And what would they be Because there was more that they wouldn't get a date at all. At all, yeah, I guess that's true. There's that's so what many I would girls. be. I would rather a group date than like to know I'm on a group date then to maybe in the beginning. Be on, yeah. Okay. I can, I can see that. I would. 18 on a group date is just way too much. Oh, yeah. That's not a date. That's a party. Lauren gets lucky and receives the second one-on-one, -on -one, which is a great spot right. to be in the contest. And Should and I the, name who's on the group date or does it not matter at this point? Oh, uh, what do you think? I don't all think All 18? Yeah, I, I think. think. <laughs> I wrote them all down, but I... It, well, we'll I remember they went to the queen and she goes, uh, just don't be negative on this date yeah. tomorrow, okay, guys? <laughs> She's oh, the one who's negative. I have to stop talking about her, but I can't. No. Half of me hopes she's that... She's the big thing right now. Half of me hopes she's gone like yesterday and half of me hopes she ends up in the final three. I don't know what I want from that, but we just talked about that. And I, I really <clears> feel <throat> like they'll put her on Paradise just to shake things up because I don't think there's really been a female villain like this in a long time. Like who was... Yeah, I'm trying to think. Pete's season, I, I, it was Victoria F, but it wasn't until after the show that she was the quote unquote villain. I, I do remember, I think I watched halfway through an Ari season and that girl Crystal... Oh, Crystal. Was she yeah. some, that she was one, right? Yeah, but, but she now turned out, people love her. That's the thing. We have to say, I don't think we said this last episode. You can control, with Victoria, I don't think this is happening. You can control a ton of the story with editing. Yeah. A ton oh, of it. Yeah. We see it on the challenge as well. It's the same True. kind of thing. You take this one story, and if you have enough time, production, and editing, you can make it. But Victoria is like making it really easy for them. I think it's right. the, the funnier thing. It's okay. And then on to the group date. So we have women dressing up in wedding dresses. And I something that popped out to me, it was like they all wear the same size or close to the same size. There's no like, there's not a single heavier woman. Right. Yeah. That's like every season, I guess. Yeah, kinda. I don't think there's much diversity in terms of body type and body size. There really isn't. I wonder I wonder if that's lack of, pe like if you have a body type and the what kinds of things they do on that show, you won't want to go on it. Or if they just, the production just wants the shitty I don't know. I remember for, this is, might be a weird comparison. I watched a lot of America's Next Top Model, which did plenty of damage to my adolescent brain, <laughs> but it wasn't like they didn't start accepting plus sized contestants and no plus size contestant even won until the 10th season. Like it was always this like conscious introduction that just takes time, I think. There's so many things that The Bachelor has to improve on in terms of like, what's the word? Um, representation. Yeah. I think that's one of them. I didn't even think people. about that. So that was cool that you brought that up. Yeah. And then um, then we got the famous Bachelor photographer, Franco, <laughs> aka skinny gay Arnold Schwarzenegger. He but makes me nervous and uncomfortable, but in like a very you girls are so lucky. Way. <laughs> you girls are so lucky. Look at him. Look at this guy, man. Yeah, he's like... I like him. Yeah, I think he's funny. So they're taking Especially all these... In the 
later. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're all taking the fake wedding pictures and Jasenia goes first. And every time it's like one woman in front and then like 17 pairs of eyes just glaring at them. It's, it's, it's great stuff. So Jasenia's really. go, going first and goes bold with the kiss, which is pretty cool. I like that. You got to do something like that. Most guys do love a bold move that I know just because it's pretty rare. You know, even at the bar, it's, 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 it's pretty rare for a girl to make the first move. She asks for a kiss later on. Depending too. on the girl. Totally. totally. <laughs> and well, depending on to. the guy. You have to, yeah. That's that goes without saying. You have to like them, obviously. Because like, Victoria interrupted at one oh, point, and God. it was just yeah. It's not yeah. It's not good there. But Jasenia, I think she's a cutie. She, mm-hmm. I didn't feel any real chemistry in the beginning. No. I'm not sure. We'll see. They don't. They don't. We seem learn more. Like a, they have a moment right. later. All right. Yeah. It's all going smoothly, and until Queen V interrupts poor Mari. Uh, poor Mari. Vibrator girl. Now Icky Vicky. <laughs> Mari's handling some shit right now, which I think she really is. But yeah. uh, man, it still seems like the producers are telling her to do these things because I, I guess I wouldn't be shocked. My, my favorite is like when Matt's eyes, oh when they're taking God. a picture. There's been some stills on Instagram that I've seen where he's just like, help me. <laughs> Absolutely. You feel so bad for everyone involved here. But again, it's just that plane crash. It's that car crash it's on the so side of the... Watch, oh God! not really. <laughs> again, I have to be in the right mood. I've been so up and down and up and down in my life recently. So it's like going... Sometimes it's like, yeah, it's hilarious. And then other times it's like, oh God, it feels so yeah. bad for all of them. So she goes with the garter belt around her leg mm. and a cringe alert yet again. Do you want to do that at your wedding? Well, I was actually going to ask you, do you know this? significance of it even i've actually gotten them probably 50 percent of the chances that i've had i always go for you know i like a little yeah attention i don't with you i don't know if you were there i remember like no. alan g's yeah. but i did a couple that were funny as hell yeah. I, I like when i'm a little tipsy i do like to be the center of attention i think, <laughs> I think you know that then yeah like you said vicky tops it all off with the gross kiss that matt clearly doesn't want and she can't she has no self-awareness so she doesn't know that he doesn't want it and it's like but then you know you know him you love him the music maker the dreamer of dreams <laughs> Mr. Wonka comes in and throws a Harrison Haymaker and tells the girls that picture time's over and it's time for a little battle royale and yeah I'm not gonna front it was pretty amazing to watch all right here we go and this podcast is slowly turning into therapist Jamie analyzing her brother oh. I am I do like women fighting as well as long as it's not too visceral is that does that, does that, does that bring anything know. up quickly um, that's kind of a thing in pop culture too you know it's like cat fight it's like it's like oh sweet you no know, which like I have obvious thoughts about not only as a therapist but as a woman I don't I don't know what it is my only thing would be I like watching two dudes scrap a little too I once hate in a while. watching fights at, at all times at all times that's interesting yeah even in high school oh I can't yeah. even we, were ju- we just had this conversation on that hike in California of like fights and I literally can't even bring to mind the fights i'm always just like, like I, I don't so want to deal with this like i'll jungle walk away to me it's like uh, it's embarrassing to me it's, it's like what's the point like, it's <laughs> it can be really sad if it's really bad but I'm, yeah. I'm talking about like light fights though nothing too too serious well my only problem with this was like i get what they're trying to do i like the competition athleticism love those like the relay they races all brought it too. i've always loved that i feel like what i didn't like was the setup that Chris Harrison, you have to fight to the death for Too love, aggressive. fight anything for love. And it was fight each other for Matt's heart. And it's like, well, let's like. That's been going on for a few seasons too now. Yeah. Wasn't there like boxing on the last yes. with the guys? And then yeah. there's, I think upcoming in this season, there's more. So yeah, you really don't like that. I can see it no, in your face. No, no, I really don't. I feel like there could be like the relay races where we're on teams still has the competition. Oh, yeah. And I always felt, I always had sleepovers when I was little where we would play games and there would be teams of girls mm-hmm. and always in the party 
whatever team won would get this like superiority complex and the team that lost would be victim oh. and would someone would end up crying and the person on the winning team would be like on top like perpetrating yeah. like it always created this dynamic you know where like you stay in your group okay and yeah, you like no have good. a competition but for the show it's amazing to do that so that's why i always think if they did like four teams or two teams like they do, it creates this bonding and then competition. Yeah. Okay. Which but I like. They don't have to. But put it doesn't their hands have to be physically yeah. relayed. They race. brought it. Like some of the the girls were impressive. They weren't. It holding was back. fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely scared of Victoria. A little bit weird. Uh, Victoria did have. I'm going to give her some props. She had the good. Who knows if she really did the Catherine the Great line. One of my favorite lines in history. Let them eat cake. Yes. Perfect timing. After she called herself the queen and everybody else gestures, not jesters. Oh, did she say that? Yeah. yeah there's been a couple <laughs> I watched slips with the, like that. What do you call subtitles? So I know oh, yeah, definitely. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but you know, Catherine the Great actually never said that. That's actually, I thought that wasn't Catherine the Great. I thought oh, that was oh, Marie Antoinette. Uh, Let them eat cake. Oh, you might be right. We have, I have to look that up. Now I feel dumb. Did you look it up? I'm just, I watched that movie a couple of times and I think okay. that's like a big thing with her. Oh, you're probably right. But it wasn't, it, she didn't say that. It was something like, uh, it was about bread or something. Okay, Marie Antoinette, credit. She, yeah, she was super bougie. And Let them eat cake. Great movie. Bitch. Kirsten Dunst. Is that it's just called Marie Antoinette? Is yes. Her life? Oh, interesting. Very aesthetically pleasing movie. Yeah. All right, so did you have any opinions on who did well? Uh, we know Mari got the MVB, which is uh, Most Valuable Bride or something. <laughs> but I was surprised by her. I was pleasantly surprised that Pageant Queen usually doesn't get too physical, you would think. But she did well. Did you remember anyone else having a good... I you was, know who I... MJ. Yes. She was throwing her, <laughs> throwing that hair around and she was having a good time. She was like, this is going to be cool. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm ready to do it. She ended up winning it for the team. Yeah. I thought she was fun. I thought Rachel also Rachel did well. Did, did she get upset? Was she crying or something and then she didn't get yeah. the... Yeah. That's like Rachel. That's why I also think she's like Scorpio in some way. She's like crying and all these... And yeah, she cried for the time. prayer too, right? Yeah. Then we go to Katie, and actually that was the first like real crier of the season, right? Yeah. I don't think there's been a real, which was, Breakdown. I always say, and that you can usually pick out who's going to go first in the crying emotional. I, nothing wrong with crying. It's just, it is a, such a stressful situation. Uh, I have never been so excited about anyone in a long time. Which to me is again a little contradictory. I've never never, never been so but excited, it's been a long time. but it's hard. I I listen back to our first podcast and I have terrible grammar all the time. So <laughs> when I, I watched that scene, I immediately was thinking of how that's when I started to think how romanticized Matt becomes because she really hasn't had much no. time with him, mm -mm. and so and She's... a lot of girls are like, I'm already catching feelings. I haven't felt this way. I'm like, what part of that is I want? to be noticed and win or is it authentically for Matt? Yeah, I think it's fear of going home without a good enough chance to get to know him too yeah. maybe because there's so many girls that are going yep. home right now, you exactly. know? All right. Because I've idealized in relationships early on. Like that's what I've always done. Like, oh my gosh, like this person's amazing. I don't know what I would oh, do. Definitely. There's nobody else like them. Like, and put them on this pedestal and they really get to know them. I'm like, oh, okay, that's well. the That's the dopamine lighting your brain up, right? Yeah. That's the that's what Rick was that talking about. <laughs> yeah. It kind of goes over your, and then a real relationship kind of starts when that fades, right? right. And you start to, and you, you start to smell it. their farts and you start to, <laughs> you know, uh, see that they have all these sides to them yes. as opposed to this just straight up dating. Which and, again, like I'm, my expectations are so high, it's The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, then we move okay. on to the winner's date. And it was a conversation with Lauren. We didn't really talk about her last week. She wasn't really on. She didn't get time. Right. Do you have any initial thoughts on her? 
Um, I'm intimidated by her. Yeah, she's, she's intense, like she's a corporate cool. lawyer, and she's gorgeous. Like one yeah. of the most beautiful people I've seen. Yeah, she went to like North Carolina, so he went yeah. to Wake Forest, which is in North Carolina. So that was, a, that was a cool little rivalry. Yeah, and then opening with Faith being yes. huge for her, and so so Matt's never led with being a Christian in a relationship. He says. And I think that actually answers our question from last week if he would date a non-Christian. I'm pretty sure. He would, because he would that's not, it doesn't seem it's like not, a It's definitely not a non-negotiable. Do you have any major non-negotiables? Could you date like a, you couldn't date a smoker. No, that's a big one. Yeah, I could That actually ended it. one of my relationships. I think, oh really? In part, not th- fully, but. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think I could, and she would have to be incredible all the way out there. Yeah, I think I that like was like one of the things I was smell like. Smell of it. Oh, it's, it's just. disgusting. And that's something bad that breath, hurts. That bad breath. That's something that hurts someone else too. Yeah. I, I am always saying, I always say like, do whatever you want. Just don't hurt anyone else. But smoking around people is actually Mom hurting. was a smoker and quit when her and dad were together. Oh, really? I thought she quit before that. I, I didn't know it was for dad. Yeah, I don't know if it was dad, but. I think it was I, around. I can see my or our dad absolutely saying. No, that's a big smoke. deal for me. I think hygiene has been a thing for me. Yeah, well, that um, makes sense. Like, again, I'm a big smell. Like, I can smell something. It's really intense. I will get very angry if I'm smelling bad breath all the time. Yeah. So, like, bad breath. B.O. doesn't bother me as much, which is funny. But, like, well, I've always really heard bad breath and, like, gross. I've heard in with B.O. there's something else there. Pheromones. Yeah, pheromones. And, like, I also, I think I've read you can smell... If someone's immune system, if if you like, if you, if their immune system can support is a good immune system, what? it won't smell that. Well, I'll have to look that up again. That would be. <laughs> I cool. didn't look it up before this one, but it was so cool. All right, then uh, Jasenia brings up a little infidelity. I liked her. Have you been moment. cheated on? Not to my knowledge. Not to your knowledge. No. Nope. And you have you cheated on someone? Nope. You don't have to. You don't have to reveal either. If you we can cut it always. No, I've <laughs> thought about it. I've yeah, I've been cheated on twice. I didn't care. My friends were all like, you should care. You can care. And I like <laughs> dumped, shout out Chris Fulton because I was dating Danielle and Chris Fulton. <laughs> I ended up hooking up with her. We were like sixth grade. And my friends are you like, you have to get him back. You have to do something. I was like, I poured chocolate milk on his head. And I said, you need to cool off, buddy. <laughs> I, I have grade. like hooked up with a guy I know my friend was really in love with. And that felt awful. Yeah. That's you know, weird. and it was a guy that my friend loved and was the best friend of my ex. Okay, there's a lot there for sure. <laughs> so that was... What was that, high school, college? That, yeah, it was prom week. Okay, well that's... <laughs> prom I, weekend. I, I cheated on my girlfriend. It wasn't even week. my prom weekend. It was like my friend's prom weekend. Yeah. It was messed up. That was the last time I cheated was prom Oh, there's prom a lot week. of my past that I don't feel good Well, about. what's worse for you, being cheated on physically or emotionally? What would be worse, you think? I think it depends on the relationship. For me, it's emotional. at... Physical is not that thing for me. I don't... It's right all, now in my life, it would be physical. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Probably, yeah, that makes good different parts of your life. And, yep. and it's who you're with. It's the person who it is. But for me, mostly it's like... I think it's physical for everyone, maybe. I think like, it's throughout for, my whole life. Oh, not for yeah. everyone, Got like the said. population. Yeah, yeah, me. yeah. Anyway, Jasenia, we didn't, again, we didn't touch on her that much last week, but she went in for the kiss. No, she asked for a kiss. She's like, how about a kiss? That would be, and I think that was pretty smooth. No, I liked her. I liked her. I think she's emotionally super aware. Like even though yeah, way she she's pretty been smart. handling Victoria from the beginning, like mm-hmm. her emotional intelligence, which I love from the beginning, she was like, she's because the thing with Victoria is she's attacking people for not having the same ideas as her yeah. and the same opinion. And Jasenia is just like, 
I have a feeling that like I could feel happy about this and you could feel upset about this and that's okay. And yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, we teach that in the playroom. <laughs> this is like amazing. A good move towards she yeah, has some sort of child. she must have. I don't know what her job is, but she's been through therapy or like just have really. She said she has really great parents. Yeah, that they've been through a lot. All right, and I you know I do not like to make fun of the looks of any of the women, but I've uh, already said that Rachel is really beautiful so i thought that she actually looked like harry potter in glasses a little bit i really think she had those harry potter vibes still very cute i'm just really yeah i love when girls wear glasses like on screen or like don't have some people it makes them look way better and some people i think it makes them look worse glasses generally i feel like i look worse in glasses. i think i like myself in glasses i like i like you in glasses. i mean it depends on the pair too all right then sarah got the first one-on-one we all knew that was coming yeah or the the second one-on-one i guess at this well that's the thing abc's been doing a bad job of hiding things yeah like they showed in the beginning when they had showed sarah passing out right in the beginning Uh, right because they've been opening with the drama that they do that she had a she had a rose so i knew she was gonna go either on the one-on-one or was given a rose already so I knew that was going to be good. And then I'll get to the other one later. But. Yeah, before before the date went down, Queen V, and I'm glad they showed this, Queen V do- talks about her insecurities. Mm-hmm. So at least maybe she knows. I guess there's also, <laughs> again, there's this other part of me that thinks there's a chance like she doesn't actually think that she has insecurities and it's a sociopathic move to be more appealing to what Matt is saying he wants right now. You know what I'm getting at? Like, she's like, oh, I need to kind of like fake some things. I need well, to. Well, I don't know. She looks like they're, she's hanging on by a thread. In oh, my she opinion. is? Like, because there's like tears coming. Right. And but I, I don't know if it's conscious is what I'm saying. I think the whole, obviously like this persona she's putting on, we talk about this like in Gestalt therapy, these parts that can be activated as defense mechanisms. Like this queen yes. persona that's like in the way is obviously in front of and has been produced as a defense mechanism against her deep, deep, deep insecurity. Yes, 1,000%. And so now you're seeing almost like a personality split and that's what's causing this huge like disruption. Yeah. We don't know for sure this is all. The, the whole, <laughs> we have to mention every episode, yes. this is all conjecture. We don't know exactly nope, what we're talking nope, about. Nope. We're just having fun here. But either way, you're seeing Matt uh, trying to evade any physical contact Ugh, he can with Victoria. Poor thing. But Vicky... This- then asks for the kiss and the nice sure. Matt had a, <laughs> has a really hard time saying no. And now I'm like, okay, I feel bad for her. She just has no idea. Just no idea. Being exploited on national TV. I know this episode, I'm up and down and up and down. I just don't know if I feel okay. Here's when, the thing. Yeah, I think it psychologically makes me feel better about myself. And I think you've reality, said that for a while reality TV show. does yeah. that in general because you're exposing these people and their looks they look so bad that i'm like oh i would if i was on there my i feel better about myself you know i don't know it's definitely part of it want to air all the options that this could be this uh ice cream sundae of a show <laughs> by the way mj does have absolutely oh my great God. Hair. i'm you're, so you're obsessed right. with her <laughs> um yeah but lauren she's not gonna make I, it far though no she's just too young they, she needs a one-on-one pretty soon otherwise she's gonna get she's gonna go but lauren got the date rose uh, <laughs> Victoria, were you expecting that? Oh yeah! Oh <laughs> my really god! She and like, it, yeah. she didn't even have anything to say. It's so funny. All right. Anyway, let's move to the one-on-one with Sarah. It's pretty cool. 
They're, they fly a uh, single engine plane. That would be pretty exhilarating. And I have to be honest, though, since last year, I do think somewhere in the back of people's minds, the Kobe situation has to be like <laughs> Just cause, because it happened to him, Shoot. this god of an athlete, it can happen to anyway. And how crazy, uh, doesn't that Kobe thing seem like five years a, ago? A million ago. It, it was really a year ago. started off, it was right? about a year ago. Might even be less. Really, it was that, I remember it was like the things. day thereof or before the Grammys, because I watched the Grammys okay, and they had to like February. shuffle things around. Yes, it was wild. Yeah. Talk about setting a tone for a year. Totally. And then it's like one of those things that everyone just kind of got over so quickly because... I didn't even think... You I didn't even to. think about it before you brought yeah, this up. No, it's, it's funny. It's just so sad. It just sucks. All right. But anyway, back to the scratch. <laughs> yeah, they, moved, they moved back to, uh, they moved to the couch by a fire. I thought that was really cool. I'm going to, that's, that's a date I can't afford couch probably. <laughs> and her outfit. She looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah, between yeah, between the hot wood jacuzzi and ATVs and this date, I'm just like, damn, I, I do want I want to go nice. on these dates. This is yeah. awesome. Honestly, at this point, I'd go on the date with either Matt or Sarah, I think. I don't I don't really care. They both bring a lot to the table. <laughs> Matt is realizing Sarah's slow to open up. And we mentioned this mm-hmm. um, last episode, but it definitely has to be hard because people open up at different paces. Yeah. And if you don't open up, you're going home. Yeah. And that's kind of That's sick. the hard thing about this show is, and I think that's why a lot of people probably could have had stronger connections with the lead, like Kelly. Kelly and Peter's season, they ended up together. Just broke up, by the way. But they ended up together, but she got sent home because she wasn't opening up fast enough. Mm. And it's like, well, maybe that's not something we should judge this based off of. But also, how do you feel comfortable... Because I know with Ari too, Ari too, like he picked Becca because she was more open and upfront, but was in love with Lauren. Yes. And he was scared to like, that she wouldn't pick him back. And now they're married. They have kids and yeah. twins on the way. Like, I really feel like it's a dumb marker of if you should keep somebody around. Probably. Yeah. But it's, yeah, that's kind of the, the, the format. I think it's a balance, point. right? Like, it has to be. Week one, like, okay, it can slide and then you'll learn more later on, right? Yeah. The pressure. Let's switch it up real quick. I want to give a shout out to our father, who is a loving and good father. He's but he's got a lot of awful jokes, as any good dad does. And this this convo, this deep convo, while ALS is no laughing matter, but I do actually do think everything is can be a laugh laughing matter. ALS is also, she says, it's called Lou Gehrig's disease. And one of uh, my our dad's shitty uh, dad jokes that I love is, isn't it the most ironic thing in history that Lou Gehrig actually came down with Lou Gehrig's disease? But um, <laughs> so yeah, love you, love, love you, pops. Uh, thanks for giving us love as children, so we can in turn give it out to the world. I know mm. he's probably listening, even though he has no real interest in the bat. <laughs> <laughs> but no, ALS is a terrible fucking oh, disease God, and yeah. it's it's out of your control. And you know me, 29 years now, I, I feel like laughing about serious matters like that does give you a sort of control over it. And I wanted to know what you felt about that. Well, psychologically, it actually is a marker of sanity that if you're talking about something deep and intense, you're able to laugh about it in the same really? way. Yes, like sanity. have a sense of humor. I don't okay. know if sanity is the right word. Okay. Or like a, um, a healthy psyche, maybe I should say. Yeah. It's like, because what it is, is a regulation technique. I, I totally, so, I've been doing it my whole life. So. Yeah, in our like, in my play therapy sessions with kiddos, when they start laughing, it's because usually I'm getting something right. Like they feel like they're being seen and it's mm. this like euphoric, like I feel connected to you right yeah. now that I've cool. been laughing and that feels good. Or it's the brain's, reaction to this is uncomfortable which if you think about laughter like 
in uncomfortable, you see something uncomfortable, you make a joke out of it. It diffuses the tension. It's a really good regulation technique. Yeah. So it's, yeah, my heart goes out to Sarah's family and anyone dealing with that kind of stuff. Um, ALS, I've seen a lot of different stories over the time. It's like, she mentions that your brain is still good, but your physical, like, it's one oh of the worst. You start to kind of just break Stephen down. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say, I think it was, he, that's what he had. And Man, that's just such a rough one. But I'm glad he's still he's still kicking. And I also couldn't even imagine. I I was putting myself in her shoes. Like, Dad always says, like, what if I'm if I'm a vegetable? Don't take care of me or just let yeah. me go or whatever. And like, she's in it, like helping mm-hmm. him go to the bathroom, combing his hair, and I'm yeah. just like, oh my gosh, right. like to take care of your dad, like. Thinking of take caring of my dad like that feels really intense. Oh my god, of course! It and she gave up her job, like person. we've said already. She gave up her job to yep. do that, and then he's like, she says, "I'm not sure if I should even come on the show," which makes sense to me. But it also makes sense, like you got to still live your life. And yep. I'm, I, I mean, her dad sounds like an amazing man, so oh, yeah. that's probably a similar thing that he said. What do you What do you think her <laughs> ethnicity is? I don't know. If she I doesn't can look guess quite that. Caucasian. I feel like they showed they showed a picture of her family. But, like uh, Latina or something uh, and she's just so pretty but Matt's great I think he says well, what can I he says mm. what can I do during this experience to show you that I can be someone you'd want to be with now on the surface that is really sweet I've never heard a bachelor say that but after thinking about it so whatever she says he's gonna, gonna do, try to do yeah. isn't that inauthentic in a way I thought yes because I thought he was gonna say Tell me what I can do to support you makes, in being here away better. from your family yeah. rather than who I can be for. I, I think that's what he meant. I think you're right. I think he just framed it in that way. Yeah. And going back to what I think is Matt's biggest core wound in a relationship is how do I show up perfectly for this person? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what he's trying to get at, you know, unconsciously. <laughs> yeah. Either way, Sarah loved it. She loved what he said. I, they, they had a really Well, hot she even kiss. said, like, I've never had a right. conversation like this. That always like blows this. my and mind. I'm like... What? That's I what shocks most me too. People, I most think people so too. Don't, I don't know. I guess this is probably dumb to say too, but like really, really attractive women and, and you get the kind of guys you so society brings you towards in like high school. She's still only 24 years old. Yeah. So the kind of people that you bring towards maybe other attractive men who aren't the you don't have to rely on different techniques. I'm again, generalizing like I always am, but I don't know. There's a lot. Well, I just, I wrote in my notes, like in all caps, like, can we please normalize struggle? Like if this year is mm-hmm. anything that we've learned, we're, we've all experienced now this collective trauma. Yep. And so now I do believe that it's going to become more acceptable to talk about what you're going through and have these conversations. It'll be less because she even said like, they might leave you mm-hmm. or they might think it's too much and they can't handle it. And I get those fears. But if we normalize struggle, everyone will be able to handle it more and it won't, quote unquote, scare people off. Yeah, you're right. And it's you just, know? again, it's again, it's more just that authenticity. I'm a therapist. In life. So like, yeah, I, all I do we, is listen to people's struggles. But, it, but it's usually <laughs> so normal. But it's me. figuring, yeah, it's figuring out how to make them that makes them stronger. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. what happens though. If you like, I was for years, I was putting stuff down and not thinking about my problems or this or that. And it's like, it didn't help at all. And they come up in different ways. But if you're able to just be truthful and, and, and we, we're going to talk about this every episode, probably but air everything out, you're going to be accepted by people eventually. And I don't know if I, I think personal things I feel vulnerable and I'm slow to open up about, like I might get rejected, but with things I've been through, like with mom, I was always comfortable to mention my mom died when I was 16 Mm -hmm. and like it was really hard for me this is how it affected me but when it came to like 
oh, I'm insecure about myself or like I think of this about myself or all this stuff. That's harder for me. Okay. So like what I've been through, not as much, but personally I struggle with is hard for me still. Okay. just to balance it out. And then they went back to the to the women in the house. And I think Crazy Annie had a line where she goes, this room is intense. I like that. <laughs> Do you remember? They're Who's all Crazy Annie? The blonde. The blonde. <laughs> oh, Anna. <laughs> she, yeah. Oh, it's Anna. Anna, Anna. Shoot, shoot, shoot. I got to get that right. She just goes, this room is intense. <laughs> it's well, so true. They're all like, there's so much oh, tension wait, I in have there. No, I have a note on her because she was panicking about how, Yes. All right, so yeah, everybody's in the room. All the women are lined up and Matt walks in there and he always looks very nervous. I think he even said that he's nervous every time he goes into a, a bunch of the women, which would be a lot. Again, it's like 20. But he also do, did have those big eyes, like kind of like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> I, I don't blame him. Like shit hasn't really hit the fan totally yet. So he's still, I think he's still in a little bit of ecstasy mode. He's going on yeah. these amazing dates and ha- having, uh, they, they've all been really good so far and having really good connection. But I think everybody's got a feeling this is going to change pretty soon. The first cocktail oh, convo is with Abigail. Your lady. And I do, I don't want to get started. Uh, <laughs> but you do. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all know the deal by now, but yeah, I'm going to get started. Holy shit, the signal thing. It's so cute. Oh, it's such a good idea. What the hell? She's she's so smart and so cute. Did it's, you come up with a different a different word than oh, defect? I have. Yeah, so basically I didn't come up with I think disability is correct. Yeah. Because what I found was But defect that sounds like the same connotation as as defect to me. This is an article that's terms to avoid when writing about okay. disability. Perfect, There's perfect. a lot. So here are some should I read them all? Please abnormal, Mm. afflicted with, able-bodied, confined to a wheelchair, crazy, insane, not psycho, Mm. deaf and and deaf-mute. Although I've heard that the deaf community actually likes to be called It says not to call them deaf? Yes. So, you know, take these with how you will. Um, Defect, birth defect, that's something to avoid. Defective. Um, It says avoid these terms when describing a disability because they imply the person is somehow incomplete or subpar. Okay. So what I will do as a human being is I will adjust my vocabulary and I will use disability. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would say if this was me again, after that move with the ear thing, I'm like, just stop. Like, let's, let's Claire Dale this shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it just shows like. (laughs) amidst like what a hard like hard process it is to compete and maybe not get time it's so smart to be able to connect Mm -hmm. in this cute way oh god and for matt too he's that kind of guy that seems like that would he would really like that gives you this little like what we would call in group therapy like subgrouping oh i've done that you have these little i've done it before with people absolutely Either with friends doing idea. some kind of jokey thing with friends or with a, I really with a woman love too. Her. She's skinny. She's funny. It's, she won't hear the queefs during sex. Well, she, you like skinny. <laughs> yes, that's your thing. Right? right? Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. But she's, <laughs> she's just like, oh God, I, I can't, I can't, I don't know. I just think she's I'm the really thing perfect. I'm really not looking forward to her being sent home. No, that's, I guess I'm I am just because then I have a chance still. <laughs> zero points here. And she'll definitely, one. she'll be a prized possession on Paradise, if not Bachelorette. I can't see her going on paradise. I can. You can. Yep. Oh man, that would break my heart. I think I don't think I. Can I hope watch she's that. That's too much. That's I would prefer that for sure. She's still gonna be my number one with a bullet. You know, loaded gun complex, cock in a bullet. You know what I'm saying? Then of course Rachel mm-hmm. walks in with the black dress, and I'm like Abigail who? <laughs> I didn't even notice Rachel. I think I really have a block with Rachel now. That is interesting. Yeah. You, it, yeah. I didn't even write anything down. I legit think this might be the best cast of women I contestants. Love them. 
after I, I don't know I haven't seen, I've only seen four seasons or some, so some people that I talk to that normally watch the show actually decided not to watch the show this season because of the ages of the women why is that they just didn't want to watch like they thought they were too young wow then they didn't want to watch it and I was like I had to advocate I was like they're young but they're very yeah they're mature good. they're, they're very mature, mature. Not that dramatic, except like nobody's really dramatic except for Victoria. It's, Matt comes out and says they're so all good. really articulate, and he's mm. right. They're 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 all very articulate. Like put together, most yeah. of them are very put well put together women. And then all we'll right. see. <laughs> no, it's so it's so you true. Know? It's and two that's episodes. Totally normal to Again, not be perfect. Absolutely. I I shouldn't. I don't know if I said perfect, but I shouldn't say perfect. But no, they're, I said. That. But they're 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 just really articulate and funny and, and it's cool. Yeah. And then here we go. Damn, Marilyn is opening up to their lack of connection and Matt pulls out the orchid and that's not a dick euphemism. He literally had an orchid waiting for her because Production. He, he remembered, you think? Yes. Oh, every time? No, I don't. That's my thought. <laughs> no, I mean, you. They, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh shit, yeah, you're probably right. But Like they could probably in believe. all of her interviews. I do stuff like that. <laughs> no, I think it's an amazing gesture, <laughs> not beyond what Matt James women. would do. It's definitely possible. But my thing is like, the way Marilyn opened that conversation. Do you like me, Matt? Oh my gosh, I don't yeah. know. Do you like me? I'm like wondering, do you like me? Yeah, she so must have interviewed in like this insecure way. And it's like, oh, not only that, but Victoria already had a problem with Marilyn. And so, oh, give her the flower and yep. then she'll go back and Victoria's not going to like if it. If therapy doesn't work <laughs> out, you can go in production for The Bachelor. How about that? Well, they're very closely linked. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, it's like the it's evil the psychological, and good side of there, right? Yes. It's like, that's hilarious, actually. <laughs> Okay, first battle. We just brought it up. Victoria versus Marilyn. Which There's... Marilyn just seems so sweet. I, would, I want to break this down psychologically. Yes, let's I, do it. I take back feeling bad for the queen at this point because like what she does here next is something that happens every single season. Yeah. And I hate it so much. I think a woman or man uh, who's on The Bachelor, I a person who's usually not the sharpest, I guess, kind of su subconsciously realizes that the bachelor, bachelorette, bachelorette isn't into them and they have no real shot. So the next move biologically is to attack someone else. To get your chances. Doesn't that happen every season? Uh, every season. Like they, and it, it's never works. That person like, never. I want, I'm doing this for you because I want to protect yes, you. Yes, it's, it's because, and I think they start realizing it. that. Matt doesn't like me. I think Victoria is realizing that's that. It's like, oh, it. here, what, we're, what I'm going to do is I'm going to attack a, a weak Marilyn. That's what I'm going to do. It's like a biological kind of thing that happens every single I season. I think you're right. I it, think that's definitely part of it. Men and women. Every yeah. single season it happens. Men especially. Yeah. yeah I more. need to protect I think it's more, more men. Bennett They're and like, Noah. You have no idea. Someone's being inauthentic here. Well, let them figure that out for themselves that's if you really believe that. I so know. it's like it's such a... I'm shocked. Whenever there's a he said, she said, or she said, she said, whatever, no one goes... Show the tapes. Yeah. That's exactly That's what I funny. would say. If no, I was never, caught in this thing where I'm like, it's literally she's on being <laughs> ridiculous. I'm like, you can look up the footage. Yeah. And ask the producers. They were there. Yeah. Like, and yeah and ask just, the other women. They were there. Like, this is not. Yeah, and there's usually, I don't, I, again, that could be a highly produced thing where they tell, they're like, okay, make sure that they kind of just pick one right away. Make sure you listen to both yeah. and hear them both out and give right. them both a chance. I don't know. I think you're um, right. Oh, I did want to get to where Maggie stands up from there. <laughs> and that's what's up. I love her. She's great. Again, like, you're right. I think she'll realize eventually that she's, she's too, too good. good for this and that she should 
get off. That would be that would be really cool. Yeah, because she's like Victoria's just trying to manipu- manipulate like the view of Marilyn and Maggie's like that's interesting. I have never experienced right. like, totally owning her experience, like getting into it, not saying mm-hmm. you're wrong, you're wrong. She's like, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, I'm saying I don't know I've what you've been through, which is true. Like, I don't know what your experience like, with Marilyn. You're is, right. I wasn't is- there. But I would be shocked to hear that she did something. Yeah. I'm like, amazing. And then we had the ba- the actual showdown yeah. where Vicky tries to avoid the intimate one-on-one convo with Marilyn because she knows yeah. she's wrong. Yep. And I love how all the other women got up and left the room immediately. I thought that was Gave really cool. Some time, yeah. So Victoria thinks she's being bullied too. Just more projection. Just a dead, <laughs> sad, unself-aware horse. She also, oh, this is interesting. She says she's an empath. <laughs> um, I think you'll have a good comment on this. What what was the great Game of Thrones line? Anyone who proclaims himself the king is no actual king. I don't think that's the exact line. But it was Tywin talking about Joffrey. But my feeling is that anyone who claims to be an empath is not really an empath because a true empath would know how you would feel from you declaring that. Now, I'm not talking about close friends or partners that you're telling this to, but if you are claiming this to a bunch of strangers then you're probably not actually an empath. I think it's a way to distance yourself from personal responsibility yeah, by saying go. the room is affecting me yeah. and that's why I'm behaving in this way. Or they're making me blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think Victoria definitely could be a highly sensitive person and can oh, feel everything really and intensely, which in some ways is a tra- trauma response to yeah. having to feel things. Oh, definitely. That's why I get to keep yourself up. safe. But I think in her, in this case, it's a defense to not have to take any responsibility. Any responsibility. Yeah. Like the and the overuse of the word toxic. <laughs> it's been going for a while now. Toxic in and of itself. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, yeah. like and like to say that about somebody, it's toxic. I couldn't sit in my room. It's toxic. It's toxic. It's really like I don't know. Again, from my therapist lens, it's that's a it's very. Inaccurate. I feel like I see that a lot with so toxic. When I was going to school, uh, trade school with like nineteen and twenty year olds, there was a lot of like that word comes up a lot in culture now. Toxic. They're like, yeah. why are you being so toxic right now? I, that wasn't really a thing outside of the Britney Spears music video when I was a kid. There wasn't. <laughs> All right. So Abigail offers the hurting Marilyn a hug, and nobody's surprised about that. Here. Wait, She's can saying. I can I mention my favorite line of the show? Oh, We're yeah, like of oil and vinegar. Oh, I can't <laughs> believe I didn't write that down. Oh my god! And I was like, mm. so you, yeah, so you so you're good on a turkey sub. Like, what is oh that? What are you trying god. to say? No, we, we know what she was trying to say. I know, but, but, it's... but God, it's just man, it's, it's again train wreck of an episode here. All right, did want to mention Serena C's outfit. I'm not, Again, I'm like, not much of a fashion guy. I need guy. to pay more attention to the outfit. It was like, I'm not a fashion guy. It was like Victoria's the diamond, diamond pants and the white top. You don't pants. remember? No, I don't remember. Um, you got to look it I up. I think she's beautiful. I think she's, the, the puns and the diamonds, yes, she's starting like to win her. me over. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like how these women are not putting up with Victoria's bullshit at all. I really do think she'll be she'll be gone sooner rather than, than later. Then, <sighs> That's what I hate. They uh, no. Well, Victoria really ruined the, the night. You know, I, I think, know. And, and it, like before the rose ceremony, and it really just selfish and, and unself-aware. It's really, really crappy. Anyway, rose c- ceremony. <laughs> Piper gets the first rose, which I want to see more. I yeah, we Piper. haven't learned anything about her. Uh, I bet she she'll be around for a while. Kit too. Kit gets the second rose, yeah. and that was surprising to me. I mean, I think sometimes they order them, and sometimes they don't. But I haven't seen anything with Kit, and even when she was talking with him, she was like, "I feel so comfortable with you already." And I'm like, I'm really surprised she's not getting as much airtime. Yeah. So she must not go far. Or the opposite, that she goes far and in the production knows that you'll get to know her You'll get her later. That happens in some shows Especially after Victoria's gone, she might be the next villain, you know. Rachel was a very notable rose offering to me. 
it was the typical will you accept this rose and she goes no i won't and then gives him like the fuck me eyes kind of little thing uh i'm still an amateur she said no i won't i thought she said you know i will <sighs> like sexily i thought she says no i won't oh that would suck i would like I that so much she, i think she said you know I i'm gonna will. have to look it up sorry listeners i didn't write it down but i remember that yeah i was like oh sexy i thought it was sexy by saying like, either sarcasm. way well I, I don't like the no no i won't i don't like that i like, like the that? i like the you know i will but you know i won't while looking in the eyes obviously joking i guess that's the difference right. between me no. and you I think that's okay. I, I and again, I'm I like still an amateur in astrology, but that seemed like a total Scorp <laughs> that is a very move, so either sure. one is Scorpio. Okay, yeah, we'll have to get Scorpio are like the most sexual. Okay, then other than Aries, big moment goes down. Sarah's yep. getting obviously getting very real feelings from this man. And you know, she's said she's never had a deep convo like she did before with a guy like that. <laughs> and she's a real catch. So I'm not surprised uh, she seems to get legitimately lightheaded seeing the man she's falling for so quickly name all these other women and i'm just not surprised she becomes the damsel in distress and yeah. now we'll have to wait a week to see what happened but i hope she's all right and we'll stick around <laughs> yeah i mean i think she probably didn't eat enough but that's my own thing yeah, i don't think it was emotional possible. but you it passed could be out emotional. In, you passed out in school one time i've you? passed out several times whenever i get <laughs> sick yeah it's awful like God, the corners of my vision start to get gold and like I get, sparkly that and then it just zooms in until i can't see it's gonna be I so scary up, on, like on the she knows floor. she's being filmed too and there's all these things and miss brie just oh. helping her yeah, aside sweet yeah it's so easy to tell who the who the real ones are pretty but this is what i didn't like was like this is when the women they're starting to show the women say like stuff about if matt keeps somebody starting drama around to like mess up the rose ceremony i don't like that doesn't feel good and then it's like will victoria get the final rose but then they show the scenes from next week and she's there okay yeah and i don't know why spoilers. they're doing that spoiler alerts. but they also need like a hook for you to go next week so yeah there's always Victoria's some kind the hook of, right now oh absolutely and they yeah i, I didn't which think means marilyn might be sent home that's but they, so sad but maybe, he maybe not, might people, not have been they, interested they, in her they, anyway. a lot of times they keep both of the battlers yeah. though don't they yeah so they continue to battle I feel like there was only one rose left i don't remember I don't it was we'll a, it was a crazy episode when i remember i was watching it i was in the bachelor mood so i was loving it and now as i'm talking about today i feel a little less <laughs> great about it in perfect honesty but still this is the show this is what we're doing we're yeah. breaking this baby down <laughs> so do you have this week's top three roses for matt I feel like mine are still the same. I, I wouldn't blame you at all. That doesn't... Because Bree's one-on-one was great. I mean, Sarah's one-on-one, I do feel like she's going to be gone fourth or fifth. So Sarah has moved to th three for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I am taking Rachel out for the time being. Yeah, I need to see a one-on-one. Yeah, I think every, everybody does. Yeah, uh, but I still have Bree one and Abigail two. You're right. Sarah might make top three. We'll see. I mean, but, she might go home. after her conversation, or... I do feel like saying how hard it is to be away... I, heard, I feel like Matt heard that and would not keep her around past any more than when he feels like this isn't going to work. Any chance of it not working. I think, respectfully, I feel like he would do that. Yeah. And she is, again, she's 24 too, but I guess that's kind of still good for a 28 year old Matt. I don't, um, do you have any change in your top three best friends? Who did I say last week? MJ. Oh, Alana. There wasn't much with no, Alana. No, I hope there's more coming with her Either, too. Because I enjoy her. No, I think I would really get along with brie and i really think i'd get along with sarah i actually looked up at yeah. her um she has a podcast okay that's about and like a caregiving nonprofit, i think like mm, or like a facebook cool. group where caregivers can come together and support each other oh, that's really cool and her podcast is all about what it seems like i don't know just talking about like social constructs and like 
she had some black voices on her podcast, which I like. So yeah, no, she seems like I a feel really like sweet I would get along with probably. Her. She's from San Diego. You hit her up when we're out at that place. <laughs> All right, yeah, my three roses for myself. Number one, I'm still going Abigail. Number two, Brie. And I guess I'm just getting influenced by these episodes because number yeah. three is Sarah now too. Yeah. She's just so, she well, just seems yeah. so cool. Yeah, it is. All right. One final break and we'll come back with our final segment with Email the Quails. Don't go away. Welcome back. So here we have our second edition of Email the Quails. And we have a email from Teresa from California who writes, My girlfriend and I have been together three months and everything was going great. Until recently when I feel as though I'm starting to see different sides of her. And the butterflies are kind of wearing off. What's some advice you can give to me to stick it through and move on to the next phase of our relationship? Thanks. Well, thanks for the email, Teresa. Yeah. That is a, probably a struggle for any relationship. Um, you're going to have what everyone calls the honeymoon phase, mm-hmm. right? Where the dopamine we've talked about a little bit is just fluttering and you're walking around like you're, the, the birds are chirping louder. And inevitably, I don't care who you are, that's going to wear off at a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, I've experienced that, I think, in all of my relationships. Of course. And me personally... Not to get astrological, but I have a Venus in Gemini, which means I appreciate fun and relationships and lightness. And then when I feel like it gets a little bit more serious, sometimes I miss that. Mm. And I feel like it's been a big learning curve for me and for a lot of my friends to, yeah, to to decipher, is this just like things are getting real now? I'm getting to know this person Mm -hmm. and now it's feeling a little bit more intense or... Am I falling out of love? Yeah, which totally happens. It's hard to distinguish. It is hard to distinguish. And it's like, you know, you want someone who accepts you for your flaws. Right. Right. But if the flaws are too much, then you kind of got to get over it and and move on. I think what I always go to is the things that are feeling not great anymore or maybe you don't feel as strongly, like are they linked to what your personal values are? Yeah. So do you have a value of lightness and fun in your Mm -hmm. relationship and it just hasn't been that way for the last couple of weeks? And if that's your value, can you name that to your partner and say like, here's what I'm wanting and noticing. And then if they can't give it to you, it's like, okay, maybe now I know. Yeah. Because I think around this time when the honeymoon phase wears off, it's more real. And so it is a good it's time. Much more real is a good point. To That's, assess your values. Yeah. And it's to see if that relationship is something that you want to keep pursuing. Yeah. And it, I always feel like if it's like these little quirks and annoyances, like, can you try maybe shifting your perspective and notice like what your quirks and little annoyances might be Mm -hmm. and like can you just accept that for the whole person or are they major deal breakers yeah so uh, Teresa, i guess my uh humble uh advice (laughs) would would be to stick it out for a month or two see if it's still not enough right so, yeah and, and see if you can get over it and move back and remember why you got into the relationship in the first place or you know say that there's too many things that after i've gotten to know you and just move on and find someone yeah else. i also feel like when you're in that beginning phase of a relationship you spend so much time together yeah. you talk all the time because that's what you want and then maybe that starts to fade because You'll have the first four. You know each other already. Like you don't need to have the same engagement because you're not really pursuing each other anymore. Mm -hmm. And so that might 
to your brain and say, oh, I don't love them anymore. Yeah. Or I, and I don't know about you, but the pursuit is very it's fun. So fun. Like the first few weeks after you like yeah, someone, it's, it's like, oh, it's so exciting. It feels you don't, so good. You don't know everything about them yet. Yep. You're exciting. To, you're excited. What you do know about them, you like. So you think you're going to like more things. Yeah. And so it, it becomes less novel. Yeah. And then so my other advice would be like, this is what I've done is start to take some time for yourself and know that that's okay. And then maybe give yourself a chance to like, miss that person or mm. do new things together that you've never done or take new adventures and see if it feels good in that regard. Yeah. And then make that like, you know, and if it still doesn't feel good when you've taken time or when you do something new and exciting, then maybe that's a clue that something else is going on. Yeah. Always got to be comfortable moving on, like we say. Okay. Well, great second episode. Crazy Vicky episode. <laughs> yeah, Hopefully we'll see how long she settles lasts. down a bit. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to know the, some of the other women. Yeah. With some more screen time in the women. future. And good luck to Matt. And uh, all right. So thanks for listening to us. Episode two. Hope you keep sticking with us. And please remember, email us at love. What is it? Love on the brain with the quails. <laughs> love on the brain with the quails at, at gmail.com. Gmail. All right. See you next time.